I'm kicking off, we're kicking off a new series called The Warrior Within. The Warrior Within. And uh, I've been looking forward to this series for probably about a year, maybe a year and a half. And, and here's why, because this series is probably closer to the passion of my heart than any other series. And that is for people to figure out what God created them to be. It's just, it, it's just who I am. That's just, I mean, I, I, it doesn't matter what I'm talking about. I'm always going to somehow, some way come back to that because I believe that God has created us to be something for Him. I just, that's this a passion of my heart. And so the question to start off today is what's in you? You know, some of you go, well, I had pizza yesterday. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. What's in you? I mean, what, what, what's inside you? What, what's a God potential that's inside you? What, what's, what's in there? I mean, what, what is possible inside you with God? What, what could be with God? I mean, what, what is it inside of you today that, that is something that maybe hasn't came to life yet, but yet it's, it's possible that something, there's a stirring, there's something inside you can't even re- always get your hands around it or your thought around it, but you know there's something inside you. And that's kind of what we're talking about in this whole series, is trying to figure out what that something is or how to bring that out, that warrior that's within each one of us. And see, this series is all about uncovering the warrior that's within each one of us. And I believe that, that each and every one of us in the room, I don't think this is an exclusion thing that some people have it and some people don't. I believe it's in everybody. I believe that you and I are created to be warriors for God. And, and not, in, not in a sense that we're always fighting with people, not in a sense that we're always difficult, not in the sense that we're, we're making life difficult for everybody else, but the sense that we're fighting or standing for something that's worth standing for. That that sense, that that's the warrior that's within. And, and really, I was trying to figure out the definition. This is what we're going to go through over the next few weeks. And it's this. Uh, it's a person, a warrior, is a person who responds to the call of God, who responds to the call of God, who, who hears it, who, who gives attention to it, responds to the call of God, who accepts the challenge. A warrior is a person who accepts the challenge. This isn't in your note. Who moves with courage and maintains character in the middle of, of life's difficult situations. That's what we're going to talk about over the next four weeks. We're going, to, we're going to look at what it means to be this warrior. How can I be this warrior that God wants me to be? And it's all for God's glory. It's all for His honor. Everything that God is calling you and I to as being a warrior isn't so that I can be noticed. It's so that He can be even more noticed. That somehow I would get a hold of this idea that God has put me in this place on earth. He's created me, made me, shaped me, formed me. Also that somehow I could live a life that would honor and glorify who he is as the creator and the ruler of all things. That's what God would do. So, so I was thinking about it in my own life. I, I, man, a lot of you know that I, I didn't grow up in the, in the church. I, I mean, I, mean I, I didn't even go to church really until I was about 20 years old. I mean, I just I lived in Nebraska. My parents were Methodist by name, um, but we never went. I mean, I, I, my mom tried to get, make us go. I remember her getting mad at us for different things, like we'd break windows or something, and then she said, tomorrow you're going to church. Like, somehow that was going to fix us, right? And uh, she'd send us out the door on a Sunday morning. My brother and I would walk one block, and we'd look around to see if she's still looking out the door, and then we'd go mess around for an hour and then come back. I mean, that, that's about as close as I got to church when I was a kid. But as life went on for me, there was a moment that God tapped me on the shoulder. There was a moment. And it was really when I was 16. I ended up going to Campus Life Crusade Camp, 
giving my life to Christ, and I came back from that experience realizing that God was doing something, stirring something in me that I couldn't get away from. I mean, I didn't even know what to do with it. I mean, I was like, whatever. And I came back, and this is what happened. And I, I, I just, honestly, this is what happened. I came back, and I was so fired up for Jesus because of what he had done in my heart and what he had done in my life that as I got back to the regular life, I soon fell right back into the drugs and the alcohol that I was part of all the time. And so after a couple weeks, only thing I had was there was something in my heart that knew that somehow God was calling me to something bigger than what I was experiencing. And I remember this, I remember going out and I'd get, and this is a weird thing, I'd get hammered drunk. And as I'd get hammered drunk, all of a sudden that little thing that was inside me, there was no, there was no uh, uh, pushing down of it, it'd come out. I'd start like telling all my, my beer drinking, partying buddies, hey man, we got to get right with God. You know, we got, here, let me listen, I had this one Christian song and I put it in, listen to the song, is this song not awesome, man? I mean, it was like, you know, and I, I mean, I'm like under this conviction that God is wanting me to do something, but I didn't know what it was. Fast forward a little bit further ahead is all of a sudden now I'm realizing because my marriage is all messed up, I'm in my 20, early 20s, actually not even 20, I'm going, God, what's going on? And, and again, there's that tap. God's tapping me on the shoulder. God's speaking to my heart about a warrior that's within. And all of a sudden, I'm like, man, there's something more. There's something that God wants to do through me in my life that I can't seem to get my hands on. And so all this is going on. And so sure enough, I give my life to Christ, and, and I'm just doing a real fast-forward story. And, and I remember giving my life to Christ and, and attending a church over in Lincoln, and I'm going, you know what, God, you want me to give my entire life to you. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. But you know what it was? All of a sudden, all the things that I experienced and knew, all these tappings of God upon my heart and my life, I realized in that moment that God was calling me to be a warrior. And I couldn't get away from it. And so now, here's what's happened. So finally, I said yes to God. I said, God, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. And literally, for the last 20-some years, that's all I've been doing. Didn't matter. Didn't matter money-wise. Didn't matter where. Didn't matter. I said, God, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. I'll do it. I'm yours. And see, here's what's happened. There's still something in me that stirs in my heart that says there's a warrior within. There's still something in my heart today that says there's still something more that God wants to do, not just through you as an individual, but through us as a congregation and individuals. And here's what I'm looking for. I'm going, God, what is it that you want me to be a part of, the warrior that you created in me for my life that would radically change other lives? And I came to this conclusion. I'm always sensing that God wants to do something big through me for him. I just kept coming back to that same thing. God wants to do something big through me for him. And you know what? Here's the deal. I don't think that's just for me. I don't think that's just a statement that's for me only. I think that's for every one of us in the room, that God wants to do something big through you. That God wants to get a hold of your heart in such a way that he transforms the very nature of who you are that says, God, I realize that there is a warrior within, and somehow you want to do something big through me. Or you I think that's where all of us are at and I don't know what your story is because that was my story and your story might be well hey I went here and I was here and this is what I've done da, 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 da. and I still think it's the same ending answer God wants to still do something big through you there's a warrior within you there's a warrior within you so here let's just try to fill in some of the blanks here today on your notes first one is this is that we're all called to be warriors we, we are all of us are we're all called 
to be warriors. The word called simply means this, to summon, to call out, or to muster or invite an army to come. That's how God is calling us. And, and there's two different areas of this. There's a general call, and here's the general call of it. I don't, I don't think I put this in your notes. But it's simply this, is that we would have a, a general call to be in relationship with God. God is calling every one of us to be in relationship with him. God is calling every one of us to live forever with him. God is calling us, every one of us, to live in peace or harmony with God. God is calling us into those things. I mean, that's, a, that's an active thing that's happening in every one of our lives, that God is calling us to be the warrior, a warrior within. But also there is this call that is specific. In other words, God comes and he taps his finger upon every shoulder in this room, and he said, I have something specifically I want you to do. That God gets a hold of every heart and every person. And there's this verse, and it says this simply in Ephesians 4, verse 1. It says, as a prisoner of the Lord. In other words, once you figured out that you were called to God, and you understand this, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. In other words, you've got to live this thing out. You've got to figure out what this is. You've got to figure out that God actually has something incredibly big to do through you. And you need to figure that out. You need to realize that there's a warrior within, and God is wanting to bring that to the surface. And so God is actively doing that. See, God specifically called men and women to himself since the beginning of the creation. When, it, when he was in the Garden of Eden with uh, you know, Adam and Eve, and they kind of blew it <laughs> in a big way, right? When that happened, he came back, and a little bit later he said, Adam, where are you? And what he was doing is he was calling Adam and Eve to be with him. Just, he's always doing that. God, that's just what God does here's another one abraham will you leave your land and go to a land that you don't know of in other words he was calling them to go to a different place moses will you lead my people out of bondage or out of egypt and so god is constantly calling people every story almost and i was trying to think of stories that it didn't happen like this but every story that you find in the bible has its beginning in a call from god God coming along and tapping the shoulder of a people or a person and say, will you do this for me? Because I want to see the warrior in you come alive to do something big through you for me. God all of a sudden does, starts doing that. And so every story, I mean, Jesus, go fast, fast forward to the New Testament. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you, anybody know? Fishers of men. He said, if you will come and follow me, I'm going to do something incredibly big through you. So just come and follow me. Be, be a part of it. I'm calling you. And so God's doing that. He's constantly calling. And so a warrior, being a warrior for God, starts with responding to a call. It starts with responding to a call in every generation. So the generation that we live in today, the, the day and the moment that you live in, if you're, if you're 15 or you're 85, it doesn't matter. Whatever generation you're in, God is calling specific people in specific moments to be a part of change for him. That there's this warrior thing that God wants to call out in every person in every generation. So God is calling individuals to be a part of restoring something. And here's what he's doing. God is calling people, just like you and I, to restore the heartbeat and the purpose of God in a people. God's doing that. Right now, God's doing that. Some of you go, I, I don't know. I don't know. No, he, he's doing it. He's actively doing it. The difference is, is how do I respond to what God is doing? 
How do we respond to this call? What, what happens? But, and, and so, you know, the whole thing is, is God wants us to be warriors in our homes, in our families, in our church, in our community. God is wanting to do something. He's looking for warriors to stand up. Somebody, would you please stand up? And so God's doing all that at the same time. So here's what happens, though. Every generation has issues. And some of us, we have more issues than others. Don't point fingers at anybody. We just, we just got issues, right? I mean, I got issues. You know, you just got, I got things going on that keep me, for whatever reason, from being this warrior that God wants me to be. And so the issues in, within, I just listed a few of them, there's obviously there's all kinds of other ones, but that God wants to do something amazing, right? We, we understand that God wants to do something amazing through each one of us. He is calling all of us to be a part of this. But we've got issues. And the first issue for some of us is that we just simply resist God's call in our lives. We just say no. We just say, no, thank you. I, I'm doing my own thing, thank you. And, and, and even though we might know that God is calling us to be a great father or be a great husband or be a great leader or be a great employer or great employee, we just say, no, thank you. I I'm, don't want to be a part of that. And we just simply say, no, that's an issue because that's going to directly affect our ability to be this warrior that God wants to be. For some of us, the issue is we're distracted by the stuff of life. We're distracted. We, we miss or neglect God's call because we are too busy doing. We can never be the warrior God wants us to be. We're just so busy going and doing and doing and doing. If God wanted to do something through us, we didn't have time for it. We didn't have energy for it. We weren't, we weren't in a place that we could because we're so busy doing, we can never be the warrior God wants us to be. And so having a good time is keeping us from a great time with God. Because we're distracted by this stuff. You know, it's kind of like, I know you're calling me, but I have things to do. <laughs> I know you're calling me. I know you're speaking to me. I know you want me to be a warrior, but I just, I, God, I've got things to do. I've, I've got to go and do this. I, I mean, can you just, time out, God, can you just, I'm going to put you on pause for a while. And I'm distracted by the stuff of life. And it could be it could be something I'm chasing career-wise. It could be something financial. I mean, it's it just stuff. And then for some of us, the issue is we underestimate, and this is a big one, what we're going to talk about today, is we underestimate what can happen with God's call. In other words, we, we limit it. We, we, we think that if God calls me, ah, so what? If I say yes, if I say no, ah, who, who cares? It doesn't really matter. I mean, it's not that big a deal. I mean, come on. And we think that somehow... It doesn't really matter, and we underestimate what, God, what can happen with God's call. And it kind of goes something like this. It won't ever change. My life is just the way it is. My marriage is just the way it is. The way I interact with people, that's just the way it is. My impact upon people in any kind of scope or generation or whatever, pff, come on, that's not going to change. That's not going to be any different. That's not going to happen. And so we think nothing can change. And see, the warrior within believes passionately things can be different. It doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't, it doesn't have to have this, uh, this idea that somehow it's just, ah, that's just the way it is. And so we got issues within that got to be deal, dealt with. But no matter who you are or what your issue is, God 
sees a warrior in you. God sees a warrior in you. No matter who you are today, no matter where you're coming from, no matter what you face, no matter what issue you might have, maybe you've resisted, 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 maybe you've underestimated, maybe you've done all, you know, you, you've got so much stuff going on, it's so, no matter what it is, God is still looking at you and said, there is a warrior within. There is a warrior within. And sometimes we write it off before we even begin because we don't understand that there's a warrior that God sees within each one of us. And we take the low road, or we take the easy road, or we take the road of convenience. And really what happens is we start acting more like we're just trying to survive instead of being warriors. Now, I'm not going to have you raise your hands, but how many of you know that's a lot of times how, if you're honest, that's what your life is like. I'm just surviving. I'm just getting through. I'm just, man, if I can just get through today, if I can just make, oh, man, if I can get through this moment. I mean, it, there's, there's nothing that says in my life, man, I'm a warrior. A lot of times it says, I'm a survivor. <laughs> you know, it's something other. And God's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want you just to survive. I want you to be a warrior because there is a warrior within you. There's something going on. So we're going to talk for the next few weeks about one particular warrior, and his name is Gideon. Gideon is, in, is found in the book of Judges, and, and we're going to explore the life of Gideon. He's this one warrior, just like you and I. Wasn't anybody special, wasn't like somebody fancy-smancy, smarter than the rest or anything, just like you and I. Everyday guy, everyday person. I mean, he, and all of a sudden, but him, God, and his life collided in a way that the warrior came out of this Gideon. And we're going to look at this story. And, and really, here's what the background real quickly. He lived in a defeated world. He lived in a world that was completely defeated. I mean, they, they felt like nothing was ever going to change. It was upside down, backwards. It was like batting up the hatches, close the doors, lock ourselves in. Hopefully, we can survive until something else happens. I mean, they were in a defeated world, and it seemed like it was impossible. It seemed like it was impossible. The situation that they were in was an impossible situation. It seemed like it was never going to change. And a lot of us, and the reason why I say that is because a lot of us, that's what keeps us from thinking that God might do something incredibly big in our lives because we always think it's impossible. And that's where they were. And they needed a warrior. And so, so the story, and we'll just kind of jump in. I want to read through a bunch of text today. But the story getting. Judges chapter 6, verse 1, it says this. The Israelites... And this is God's people. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. So the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. The Midianites were so cruel that the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. And whenever the Israelites planted their crops, marauders from Midian, Amalek, and the people of the West would attack Israel. So every time they tried to get ahead, they'd get knocked down. Every time they tried to move forward, it wouldn't work. I mean, every time, I'm, I'm trying, and it just wasn't happening. And so whenever the Israelites planted their cross, the marauders would come. Let's jump down to the next verse, sorry. And the people of the east would attack Israel, camping in the land and destroying the crops as far away as Gaza. And they left the Israels with nothing to eat, taking all the sheep, goats, cattle, and donkeys. I mean, everything that they even had, they got, and they took it. It wasn't even just the plants. I mean, everything was gone. And these enemy hordes coming with their livestock and tents as, uh, were as thick as locusts. They arrived on droves of camels. That's, I, I don't know what that looks like, but I'm assuming, assuming it's like a herd of camels. You know, 
it's a, I don't know. Droves of camels, too numerous to count, and they stayed until the land was stripped bare. So they, it was bad, and the picture was bad, right? It was like, man, you got to be kidding. This is not, and so here's what happened. So Israel was reduced to starvation by the Midianites. They were left in a place where they're always longing for something they didn't have. They were left in a place where there was this constant hunger, but no way to satisfy it. They were constantly in this place of starvation that somehow, man, I'm, I just don't feel satisfied. I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel like it's happening. and I, It's just not taking place. They were starved out by the situation. And I think that's an interesting key for us today to understand the warrior and what happens and how the warrior comes out. Sometimes you've got to get to the point you realize, I'm hungry. I want something different. <laughs> I want to go after something different. I, I, I want to see God do some things in my life that I've never seen before. And they get to this point, and, and they're finally they're reduced to starvation. And here's our first point for a warrior in understanding this, is that we need to understand the rejection always leads to, to destruction. Rejection leads to destruction. See, sometimes when we reject God's call upon our lives, we actually go through a harder time, not an easier time. See, sometimes when we're saying, well, I don't know, God. I don't really want to be a part of that. I don't want, now, I know you, got, you, you say I'm a warrior, but I don't know. I'm kind of busy right now. I'm kind of doing that. that sometimes when we do that, rejecting, we reject God's call upon our lives. We actually go through harder times. And see, the people that day, they were worshiping everything but God, but God, and they had forgotten who created them, who had freed them, who, who was able to protect them, who was the real source of life. And now, because of that, they rejected. They were just surviving. They were just surviving, and they weren't able to get ahead. They weren't able to see any kind of difference in their lives. In other words, it just felt like the same old, same old. And matter of fact, it was probably getting worse because it doesn't seem like anything's happened. I give up. And so they were reduced to starvation. They were knocked down and almost knocked out. And so here's the second point is this, is that we need to recognize that God, in the midst of that situation, in your situation, my situation, is actively pursuing. It's actively pursuing. See, we have to recognize that it's God's thing. He's doing it. It's not mine. It's not a matter of, I mean, I'm going to click my heels, snap my fingers, and make it all better. That's not how it happens. And so there's this recognizing that God is actively pursuing. It's, it's figuring out something. And here's what we're figuring out. It, this is th- we're figuring out what God does and what God is doing and realizing that I have to be a part of what that is. Let me say that again. It is figuring out that this is what God does, and this is what God is doing, and I have to be a part of it. Let me read the scripture here. Judges 6 says, Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. And when they cried out to the Lord because of Midian, the Lord, and notice all the statements here, the Lord sent a prophet to the Israelites. God did that. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all who oppressed you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I told you, I am the Lord your God. And you must not worship the gods of Amorites in whose land you now live. But you have not listened to me. 
See, all of a sudden, part of the warrior's understanding has to be that I get this idea clearly that God is actively doing something, that God is actively pursuing me, and that God is wanting to do something. It's not about me as much as it's about what he's doing. And so we go on and we we recognize some things. Here's some of the things we recognize. We recognize that God is all about bringing freedom. That's the business that God's in. And so I have to understand that that's what God's doing. I need to get in the same business God's in. I need to be about bringing freedom to people's lives into my own life. Here's another one. Recognize that God is looking for 100% availability. It's not kind of or, or almost or somewhat or sometimes. It's 100%. Hey, I didn't ask you to, be, to, to love me as your God once in a while. I asked you to love me as your God, period. I'm recognizing that. I'm recognizing that God is speaking I'm recognizing that God is speaking. And the question then comes, am I listening? Am I listening? And, and here's the thing. You say, well, listen to what? Are you listening to the Word? Meaning the Bible, the Scripture, the, the, the revelation of who God is. Are you listening to that? Are you hearing that? Are you, are you listening to your situation? Here's another one. Sometimes we have to realize that what is going on in life, many times, not all the time, but many times, God is trying to speak through the situation. In their situation, they were going through hell because they had rejected God. And see, sometimes we have to understand that God is trying to speak to me through a situation and through a circumstance. He's trying to get my attention because he's constantly speaking, because he's constantly pursuing, because he wants all of us to be warriors for him. And so this is taking place. So, so maybe it's through his word or through situations. Or maybe it's another person. Maybe, maybe somebody else has come and say, hey, you know what? I see a warrior in you. I see something incredible in you. I see God doing something through you that's huge, amazing. I see that. And you go, nah. And you just reject it. And so maybe God's speaking and you're not listening. See, the warrior understands that. Warrior recognizes that God is pursuing. God is tapping me on the shoulder. God, and here's another one, recognize that God is not done, that God does not give up no matter how bad the situation. See, God's call is recognizing the heartbeat and the passion of being drawn to what the Spirit of God is already doing. See, some of us today, we're so out of the zone, we're so out doing our own thing. When God's speaking, God's moving, God's making things happen, we're going, what? What are you talking about? Are you kidding? But see, the warrior all of a sudden recognizes that God is actively pursuing. God is weaving and moving and doing things right now, and I'm recognizing the heartbeat of God and the passion of heaven, and it is drawing me to be a part of that. I have to. And so it's recognizing that God hears the cries of people. And hear this one closely. That God hears the cries of people. And he might just be tapping you on the shoulder to say, would you do something about it? God is hearing it today. I'm not talking about some far off story. I'm talking about right now in your life in your family, in your community, in your world, in my world, God is hearing the cries of his people and saying, you might be the warrior I want to use to do something about it. So then he goes on, listen to what he does. Judges 6, verse 11. 
says, the angel of the Lord came. And by the way, the angel of the Lord is actually by many thought to be Christ back in the Old Testament, all right? Which is a whole other thought. I won't get you too, never mind, bird. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak and, and, and Ophrah, not Oprah, Ophrah, that belonged to Joash, the Abizurite, I don't know if I'm saying that one right, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in the winepress to keep it from the Midianites. So here's what you got going on. You got, you got this guy who's literally hiding in a big wine vat, breaking down some, some grain so that his family would maybe have something to eat. He's hiding. And then it goes on, it says, When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. <laughs> so here's what you got to happen. Gideon was hiding. God was pursuing and I can hear Gideon just as plain as day as I'm speaking to you today. And he goes, he's looking around and he goes, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you talking to me? Right? And he's like, me? Come on. Look around you. I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a wine vat. I'm hiding out here. And you're saying, hey, mighty warrior. You know? It, it just isn't happening. So you can hear him. Yeah, right. You talking to me? And, and then he goes on and there's, some, there's a conversation. And here's, here's one of the things that happened. Is that Gideon, first and foremost, this was his response. He says, pardon me, Lord, Judges 6. He says, pardon me, my Lord. I mean, I don't know how he said, you know, it's like, pardon me, time out, excuse me. Uh, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with you, why has all this happened to us? Where, where are all these wonders and ancestors told about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into a hand of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have, and save Israel out of Midian's hands. Am I not sending you? And here's the point. It's to be a warrior. I've got to stop doubting God's power. I've got to stop doubting God's power to change the situation. See, Gideon questions God's wisdom and his availability. And see, here's what happens. You can tell if you're in survival mode. Because survival mode, you will question whether or not good God is good or whether God is powerful. You will question that. But if you're in warrior mode and you're in this warrior thing and it's stirring in you, all of a sudden you start going, you know what? God is here. God is moving. God is doing things. And it's happening. And so Gideon was confused about how God operated. God did not abandon them. They had abandoned him. God was willing and able the whole time. The people had turned their backs on God. And God was looking for somebody who would respond with faith and accept their role in the story of God. See, I think we're here in November, on the 6th of November, 2011, and God's still doing the same thing. I think he's still tapping on shoulders, and he said, will you respond with faith and be a part of the story of God? Would you? Would you? And so then it, it goes on, and the next one is, it, it, it actually, he, he, he needed to quit trusting his own ability to change the situation. Judges chapter 6, verse 15, it says, pardon me, Lord, Gideon replied, how can I save Israel? He didn't hear what God was saying. My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. And the Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, living, leaving none alive. And see, here's what happened. He mistakenly thought that it was his job to make the warrior happen. It wasn't his job at all. 
The warrior's job was just to realize that God was doing something and wanting to do something through him. I surrendered to that, and he quits trusting in his own ability to try to make it happen. It's not my strength, but it's his strength through me. See, God tends to take weak people and make them warriors, so all the glory goes to God. See, some of us, we have to realize, God isn't, God isn't looking for spectacular. God is looking for available. God isn't looking for somebody that's got it all happening. God is looking for somebody that's completely broken and surrendered. God is looking for somebody that says, hey, I realize you can do something through me, not because of who I am, but because of who you are. And so I'm going to quit trusting in my own ability, and I'm going to surrender it to you. And through your power, through your greatness, through your glory, something big is going to happen. And so he was mistaken about it. Because he was trusting his own ability and he was missing it. And see, the call of God is not based on what you can do. It's based on what he can do through you. Are you willing to be the warrior? Last two, and I'll wrap this up. So what do you do? What do you do? You start to accept God's definition. You start to. Doesn't mean it happens like that. You start to accept God's definition of who you are. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. That's who God says I am. That's who God wants me to be. That's what I need to be a part of. I'm not supposed to be in this, this wine press pounding out grain and hiding. I'm supposed to be something else. And I realize that. So I start to accept God's definition. And the last one there is I begin to look forward to seeing God do something great through me. In other words, he says, hey, you go and you are, you're going you're gonna, to pummel them <laughs> it's going to happen but you got to begin to look forward you got to begin to step and realize that you go and you start trusting me and quit trusting your own ability and you quit doing all these things that we're talking about or quit resisting and rejecting all these things i am going to do stuff that is going to blow your mind but you got to trust me you got to trust me so look forward to seeing what god is going to do and we're actually going to talk about that over the next three weeks so here's a close. How do you respond? How do you respond? How do you respond to that? I think this. I think God right now, in this room, right now, God is tapping on the shoulder of every person. And you know God is calling you to be a warrior. But you, for whatever reason, you got issues, I don't know. It's going on. God wants you to be a warrior. So, so how do you respond to God's call upon your life? How do you respond to that? Is it, God is tapping you on the shoulder. How do you respond to that? Are you going to reject it? Or are you going to recognize it? Are you going to doubt that God can do anything? Are you going to trust? Or are you going to trust in yourself that somehow you've got to fix it? Are you ready to simply accept that God is calling you to be a warrior? Are you ready to start looking forward to God doing something incredible in your life? See, it's all about availability to do whatever God wants. I believe the Spirit of God is calling every person in this room this morning. As I was praying about this, you know what kept coming back to me? And this is, I don't usually talk like this on a Sunday morning, but I just feel like this. I felt like I needed to actually grab a piece of paper with everybody's name and just say, Matt, Duran, Chip, <laughs> and just go through the whole room. Because <laughs> God is tapping people on the shoulder and said, will you be a warrior for me? That's the question. Let's pray.
Lord, today I ask that you would simply move in this room and stir a heart that wants to be fully available for you. Lord, no hands raised, no, no anything, just the simple statement in our hearts that said, God, I want to be a warrior for you. God, I want to be available. I want to do what you want to do. I see what you're doing. I see what you're about, and I want to be a part of it because your spirit is tapping me upon the shoulder and saying, would you? And I'm saying yes to you. I'm saying yes to you. Lord, forgive me for rejecting and resisting. Forgive me for underestimating. Forgive me, Lord, for, for being distracted by the stuff. God, forgive me for all that. Lord, I want to be a warrior for you. In Jesus' name, amen.